0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Happy Tag Tuesday. Hello. I'm Ann Police. I'm Denise Cooper. And you know where you're at. You're listening to Two Average Girls. It's awesome. We're glad you're here.
0: It's another Tuesday. <laughs> and I cannot wait for, for what? the upcoming event. Which is? I'm wearing a, a sweater. Did you notice? Oh, yes.
1: Yes. I did. You
0: didn't until I said it <laughs> <laughs>
1: But Denise, good recovery Denise has on an adorable sweater With a big heart on the front I just am saying It's almost Valentine's Day She loves love I actually
0: love love. I think I love love the same way most people love love. The idea of it, but I have a sister who loves love. What? Yes, Emily loves love. Oh, Emily. I mean, Emily is the love of lover, the lover of love. Like you cannot believe. Okay,
1: she's all about Valentine's Day. She's all
0: about it. And when she was single, she had Valentine's Day things, (laughs) whenever you know that kind of thing, the stuff people make up just to like feel good about valentine's day yeah anyway i think that she is one of those people and i wanted to talk about it today okay because i wanted to talk about valentine's day valentine's day not
1: specifically your sister no but valentine's that day that didn't
0: seem right right i don't think she's gonna love that part <laughs> oh, no but emily loves it so much and the other funny thing about her mm-hmm. and she is a hugger
1: Oh, you get a hug from Emily and you know you've been hugged.
0: Well, and I'm a hugger as well. Yeah. And I I heard this comedian talking the other day and he was saying, after, since COVID, there's no such thing as people saying, hey, I'm a hugger. (laughs) Well, you haven't met my friend Denise, have you? You haven't met Emily either because (laughs) it is still a thing for us, you know, like take it or leave it. but. The hugging for Emily, she, like, scientifically will send... My husband doesn't love getting hugged by her or anybody that he doesn't know. Okay. He's not, like, going up to people and, like, hey, I'm a hugger. It's weird for men.
1: Well, that's not a man thing.
0: It's not a man of, you know, of his age and... Substance. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) He's not that guy.
1: No men should be like that. Some guys are. I don't like those guys. Well, you... you might like them because they might not... Yeah, they're not threatening in any way, no, sexually yeah, exactly. to a woman. Is that what you are trying, I'm to, trying say? to
0: say? I am trying to say they might be gay, and that I love That's that. Fine, hug away. Yeah, hug me, hug me, hug me.
1: Right, I am all
0: here. I've got enough to go around. Sure, sure. So, sure. Anyway, I he, Emily sends him funny things about scientific <laughs> and research studies on the importance and really why people need to be hugged.
1: It's not as though Ohad is going without <laughs> hugs. He he gets plenty of of hugs. I can hug
0: all day. My grandkids hug like they squeeze you (laughs) so tight. They want to try to make you faint. I love that. I love it too. (laughs) Do you pretend to pass out? I pretend to say, oh my gosh, that (laughs) hurts. Keep doing it. Henry. Anyway, all of those things are good. But it reminded me of just how the United States in particular Mm -hmm. has gone all the way with Valentine's Day. I have a
1: question for you. Tell me ask me are you into valentine's day um i am in a certain to a certain extent what, what extent is that uh i get something for my son and my husband yes uh it's usually candy based yes and um i'll get a little uh, you know i get something for warren warren and i exchange gifts you do uh-huh and cards <clears throat> and um usually a nice dinner but as of 24 years ago we have had a Youngster with us because he was born on the 12th of February. Oh, that's right. So there's always um, a birthday party or something that goes along with uh, the Valentine's celebration, which is totally fine. I mean, if we're going to celebrate love, the two people I love most, Cameron and Warren. So that's fine. Let's celebrate it all. It's great. I...
0: There was a couple things in my marriage that I said early on.
1: Yes. I had a bad experience
0: with our first anniversary. What was that? Well, it's... You had a, a bad experience <clears throat> on your
1: honeymoon. We did.
0: And everyone heard that on the podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I think it was called um, I'm in the Basement I'm with You. I'm in the Basement with if You. If you haven't listened to it, you might want to go back and, and t- have a l- listen it's to that. It's quite something. It's quite something. Hot and I didn't have an anniversary. So the first anniversary that we spent, though, was going to be spent with the people that we spent our first our honeymoon, honeymoon with yeah. in the basement. Yeah. So we were <laughs> we were going with those two other couples and we met up with them and that was kind of our let's get back together, get the band back together. It's cute. But I just remember that day there was nothing else planned. There was no celebrating our love. Oh, okay. There wasn't. We went to Taco Bell. I remember the Taco Bell we went to was on Grand Avenue. It's no longer there. I was going to say, is it still there? Because we could relive this. It's no longer there. (laughs) But I just remember sitting in there, kind of fuming. It was not fair to not tell him how I felt. Right. Yeah. And so I made it clear that it was not, I was not happy about it. Okay. He didn't take it great. I remember there not being, there was some, there was some
1: discord there there there.
0: back and forth a little bit. it wasn't taking responsibility but i it was i was new at this whole thing and so was he so i'm gonna just leave it at that but from then on i kind of said what i wanted to have happen and valentine's day was not a day that was important to me right i was i just remembered that when we were first married and i know everyone feels this way there's pressure there's pressure and we didn't have any money so when you go out on valentine's day it costs double the money there's triple the people yeah and there's this pressure to always like one up somebody you know you got to send a dozen roses well they're a hundred dollars yeah the next day they're only 40 Right. right you know like i just told him early on my birthday remember my birthday and our anniversary yeah And get me a card for the other occasions, like on a Valentine's Day. I want a card. You get some chocolate. You can go down to CVS and pick up something more C's candy or Godiva. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Any of that, great. But don't make it a big deal. And then we had kids. And like you said, for 24 years, Mm -hmm. for 20-something years, we had kids at home. So we stayed home instead of trying to go out Mm -hmm. with the mobs Mm -hmm. and the Prefixed menus oh,
1: please. and
0: the extra expense, we just didn't have the time or the money. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was important. That's not what it was about to me.
1: I agree. To me, Valentine's is kind of like New Year's Eve. Right. It's like all this big fuss is made. And sure. it, to what end? I'm not that person anyway. I don't want to go to a big fancy meal. I will never forget when... Cameron was first born and it was Father's Day. So he was born in February. It's June. I decided we're going to go all out for Father's Day. Right. And we go to a very fancy hotel resort in South Orange County, which shall remain nameless. They, I had made a reservation for this all out Father's Day brunch. I'm like super psyched about it. There's going to be crab legs. We're going to <laughs> finally live our true lives. It was not cheap. No. I'll... I'm I don't remember the price. I'm just going to say maybe it was 100 bucks a person. Let's just say. I don't know that that was it. And back then, that's a lot. 99? 1999? Yeah, yeah please. So, we get there and we walk through the hotel to get to the Father's Day brunch on the way the to the Carlton. I'm not naming names. <laughs> on the way to the Father's Four Day brunch, <laughs> we walked by the montage, the regular <laughs> Sunday brunch that they just have at the hotel with a sign out front that said all you can eat Sunday brunch, $39.99. <laughs> <$39. laughs> and it was the same food. As we walked by it, I'm like, well, this must be a better brunch because we're going to the special Father's Day brunch. Sure. So we get to the big room with the Father's Day brunch and it was the same food. It was just in a bigger room with more windows. Now, this hotel doesn't have a bad view from any window you look at, sure. From. So I was like, is Carlton. that's, that's when about. I realized that I can't do this <laughs> that I'm not doing. I'm not participating in this because you're getting taken advantage of. I won't do it. So we don't. He Warren never gives me flowers on Valentine's Day. I shouldn't say never because when we had Cameron, that first you know two days sure, later, yeah. I got a huge bouquet of you d- flowers. You deserve that. That was your push present. <laughs> I think I really deserved it. But no, we don't do that because it's like you're just being taken advantage of, and I don't like it. I don't either. I. So, but I do like the idea behind it. No, I do too, <laughs> and I don't like the people who are like, I can celebrate love every day. We just ignore. It's like, well, you don't ignore it. Well, exactly. There's a, <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's a little bit
0: there. Like yeah. I'm wearing my sweater. I have about four or five different Valentine themed <laughs> clothing that I can wear so that I can celebrate. I've got earrings. I've got the whole bit because I do love love. Mm-hmm. But let's just keep it in perspective. Please. So let's just go. Let's take it back to 200, 200 to 300 AD. Oh, please. I know back to the early days and the origins of Valentine's Day. OK. It is complicated. It is dark. It is. (laughs) Well, in 200 AD,
1: nothing was was dark, right?
0: (laughs) But listen, we keep thinking that Valentine's Day started for some great reason because the saint, Saint Saint Valentine, Valentine must be this great patron saint. But basically, what happened is back in the day when Christians were being martyred and killed and they became martyrs, that's what happened.
1: Mm.
0: Two, a bishop and possibly a priest were beheaded
1: by because why because they were by the roman
0: emperor yep by the roman emperor and he did that because they were christians
1: oh so this is a this is a religious based it is situation the whole thing is religion (laughs) which makes sense
0: because everything back in the day had to do with religion there was no
1: church and state separation it was one and the same right well, actually, can I just tell you a quick story? We were in Europe this last summer and we were in a town where we went up to the the big uh, castle on the hill and the castle on the hill was for the leader of the, you know, whoever he was, the czar. Okay. That was his office. That's where he lived. Down at the bottom of the hill was his home, which was adjacent to the church where he was the Pope. So church and state were one and the same
0: and they were happy about that and if they, they knew no better when they tried to separate it it didn't work anyway because the dishonesty and the manipulation between the church and, and the, state, the king <laughs> or whoever it yeah, was yeah. would just be interfered because they both in, manipulated each other to get what they wanted which right. was power and money
1: may as well be the same person why it not? was the same person yeah. because <laughs> why not but anyway
0: so We only know anything about this because there was a group of Belgian monks that spent three centuries collecting evidence about the lives of saints and manuscripts. And they wrote legendary depictions of all the things that happened. That's how we know about this. Love the monks. I read all about this and it got a little complicated and it got to be that we really don't care that much. I don't think we know. I, that's w- the other the thing, surety, right? The, the other thing was that we really don't know. There, A lot of pagan rituals were going on at the time, things that many scholars, they deconstructed Valentine's Day, and they wrote books and articles about it. And there was a certain ritual that was going on by the Romans, and it was very, it was... It was very bad. Was it bad? <laughs> I what's, don't even know how else to say it. It was basically the festivities had half naked young men running around the streets of Rome, streaking people with with um, thongs cut from skins of newly killed and sacrificed goats. I mean, ugh. it was pagan. Yeah. It was bad, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's something there that the church took that ritual and changed it around. Now, you and I were
1: talking before we were on mic and we were talking about a class that you took by mm-hmm. Chaucer. Chaucer. It was Chaucer. a class. Uh, it was an entire semester dedicated to the Canterbury Tales, and it's one of my largest regrets in life because I had a choice. I have a degree in English, and I had you have to take. You know, here's your electives, but within those electives, you can choose between these two. And my choices that semester were a semester of Canterbury Tales by Chaucer, yawn, or. Mm-hmm the bible as literature the problem was i had taken oh. so many classes yeah. that were religion, religion
0: yeah
1: and that's one of the qual. that's one of the things you absolutely have to do when you graduate from brigham young university of course it's it's a christian-based university it's a lds-based university. to see the bible as literature kind of gave me hives and i was like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> anything not, but anything but but think about that now stripping away all spirituality and just looking at the bible as stories what a terrific uh semester i think i would have had instead it's not too late i'm walking the i'm walking the trail of the canterbury tales
0: which Ooh. let's just shoot i i was telling ann about what i had discovered in my research and i had never heard of this Chaucer. Mm -hmm. I'd never heard of him before. And the Canterbury Tales. Canterbury Tales. And they talk about that because it says the love connection Mm -hmm. between um, this St. Valentine probably came thousands of years after the martyrdom of all of these people by Chaucer. Oh, And so he wrote, he he decreed the February feast of St. Valentinus Uh um, to the mating of birds. And he wrote in his Parliament of Fowls he wrote this big thing about the mating of birds and he connected it to Valentine's day. And it even talks about how um, the English audience embraced the idea of February mating in Shakespeare's love struck. When Ophelia spoke of herself as Hamlet's Valentine. Yes, she does. So say that that I had heard of Mm -hmm. that. We, that's more mainstream that. So following that centuries later, Englishmen and Americans have taken on the tradition of Valentine's Day. So that's where it comes from. Okay. Nothing beautiful, nothing magical
1: about it. Right. I was hoping to hear about some cherubs that appear to somebody. Yeah. Well, and also now that you're saying that, I am maybe I did learn something in that class. I am <laughs> ugh, hate to admit it. Uh oh, I hear the doorbell. There's BYU asking for their degree back. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you're a disgrace. Um chaucer was the one who came up with the mating ritual that happens in may in february between is it birds yes is it birds it is so the The birds birds are
0: paired the birds are paired off to produce eggs in february for nature-minded european
1: nobility began sending love notes during babe the bird mating season sure now let's remember there was no netflix so they were really into just whatever was sort of happening in the backyard so they were very aware of the birds. Well, that was all they
0: had. Sure. It, they give an example. The French Duke of Orleans, who spent some years in prison for treason, wrote to his wife from the Tower of London yes. in February of 1415 that he was already sick of love. Why was he sick of it? I don't know. Which, he was missing it. Which by which he meant he was love struck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was love struck. Yeah. And he called. Her,
1: his very gentle Valentine. Oh, see, that's kind of sweet. From the Tower of London, your
0: your husband writes that to you. That's pretty good.
1: <sighs> Tower of London, it's, it's drafty. It's way better
0: than a twelve
1: than twelve roses. Sure, so long stem roses. I mean, the Tower of London. That's legit. Um, okay, well, I appreciate you getting to the bottom of the history of Valentine's Day. It's as disappointing as I had expected it to be. Is <laughs> there's I mean, not I'm much. I'm sorry happening. to say it's okay. Um here's something for you. Mm-hmm. Let's look forward. Yes. We've looked back. Now let's look forward. 2027. Yes. Valentine's Day. Okay. Will be the same day as the Super Bowl. What? Yeah. That can't happen. Uh, it is happening. Oh, it's happening. 2027. It's the same day as the Super Bowl, February 14th. The Super Bowl is always the whatever yes. Sunday of the blood. Of, you know, I don't know how it works. And I'm pretty excited about the Super Bowl. I you? have to say, oh, Why? yeah.
0: Because the Chiefs are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, and Andy Reid was the head coach oh. for the Philadelphia Eagles
1: for so long. Look how much you know about football. I only know this
0: because I follow Andy Reid.
1: <laughs> You're a Reidite. <laughs> <laughs> On the peripheral, because of
0: the Hales family, because they are mutual friends, ah, a little bit, we go. just know. And, you know, you want, he's a good guy. Yeah. And you're excited for him. Sure. And when he went to Kansas City, we were super excited for that for mm-hmm. him. It was a new opportunity. It's a hard place to be a coach in Philadelphia. Mm-mm. They don't mess. You can bet. Yes. And in fo- football fans in general. Anyway, we yeah. digress. But that's exciting, though. That is exciting. That I guess it's exciting. That I don't know. There'll be good food. I mean, restaurants are probably going to be
1: bummed because. That's a com. That's a competition right there. So and speaking, football will win. Well, speaking of which, I Cameron's birthday <laughs> falls on Super Bowl Sunday this year. Oh, it does. Yeah, it does. It's the twelfth. It's February twelfth. Yes. So I had made a reservation at a restaurant in uh, Park City, which for is him. where for all of us that he's bringing because okay, you're going to be there because we're going to be there. He's bringing his best friend, his cousin, his girlfriend. There's going to be some people there. And I got a call from that restaurant yesterday, and they said, "Hey." We don't have any TV monitors. And at first, I didn't understand what she was saying. You're like, that's fine. I'm like, why do I care? And she goes, we've had an inordinate amount of cancellations because it's Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thinking to myself, well, I don't care. So I call my son. And he cares. Assuming he doesn't care. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he cares. Oh, he does. He and my husband both. We changed the reservation. Oh, yeah. We're not going to this really wonderful place. We're going to a steakhouse going to go to like <laughs> the Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> no, not that bad. But it's still, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sidestep for sure. But yeah, it was, I was so shocked to get that phone call from her. She was just like, just so you know. I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, we've had so many to, cancellations. They're going to have to change this. They're going to have to make it a thing. They're going to have to do a Valentine's-centered well, Super Bowl. They've got time to prep now. It's twenty twenty seven. Seven. So they've time. got time to prep.
0: Well, let's go into the future a little bit because in juxtaposition of this medieval times, these pagan rituals, this A D, you know, let's behead people for being Christians sure. and let's get love out of that some way. <laughs> we're gonna move forward. Okay. Because we talked about this a little bit on I think on our last um on our last podcast which was we were talking about dating apps and you love tinder you love nightmares tinder nightmares well that got me down a rabbit hole okay because i started looking at it Mm -hmm. and i started looking at did you know that there are over 1500 dating apps and websites operating worldwide at this moment
1: 1500 1500
0: and this market is projected to reach 9.2 billion dollars by 2025 sure
1: sure people want to be with someone people don't want to be
0: alone So, you know, when, when apps first started, when dating apps first started, it almost seemed like it was for the desperate, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it was not mainstream. Right. But now we, because of COVID especially, Mm -mm. there's no way of meeting anybody else. Mm -hmm. People aren't going out to bars like they used to. And if they are, it's, it's just become antiquated. It, it's like the thing to do. Everybody you hear does this. So what if this is taking it to the next level? Okay. We're talking about AI okay artificial intelligence right for those who might not know yeah they're talking about date changing and revolutionizing is that the word yeah revolution. revolutionizing you got this dating
1: through ai what are we doing well i don't let, know what that means okay
0: what if you had an app that tells
1: you whether the match is your true love or a dream date so i get on there and i'm like i i like This guy, Bob, and then AI comes in and goes, yes, this is, this is the man for you or no. Well, they're asking the question, can AI
0: be the great facilitator of matchmaking in the modern world? Should algorithms choose your partner?
1: That's the thing. You and I both have had experiences with people, not dating, but with people that maybe we've hired or that for whatever reason, where on paper it works, but face to face... It doesn't. So I'm going to vote no. So, well, they, they did a survey and they wanted, they surveyed
0: 1,191 people and found the answers to the following questions. These were some of the questions. Okay. What frustrates people when they it comes to online dating? Okay. What features would the perfect dating IA app have? AI. AI. Got it. Did I say IA? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a little dyslexic That's- for a second. <laughs> what private data people are ready to are ready to trade for promise of a perfect partner? Because you start doing this, the more information you put in, the better, right? Because the more information you give somebody would find, it should find the perfect match, the idea of it. Yeah. But most people, number one, aren't putting in truthful information. I was going to
1: say, you can't lie. Well, that's the
0: thing. (laughs) And a lot of it has to be personal information. Then when it's out there, it's out there.
1: Yeah. You give it
0: to a dating app or an AI app of any sort. Yeah. Who's going to have their hands on it?
1: Everybody. We already know TikTok is part of China. <laughs> Listen, I this is my thing. If you don't want people <clears throat> to see it, don't do, do it. not photograph it. I don't care if you put it online or not. Don't photograph it. Don't videotape well, don't it. Don't put it online because once it goes there, it's never gone it's there forever
0: well that's the thing so that's the one question and are people willing to trust dating apps more than they are to trust their own intuition I think
1: yeah I think people would go for that Mm
0: -hmm. I think that I've seen I've seen relatives and friends Mm -hmm. choose partners and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking you should have maybe I mean whatever happened to like arranged marriage marriage. like I'm like
1: I'm kind of for that at this point well I'm for it if you trust your parents or your or your matchmaker Whoever the matchmaker is. The matchmakers are good. We have um, some friends who went to a Jewish matchmaker. I guess she's very famous in New York. And she basically did what you're talking about. She was the AI. And she's like... It spends a little time with you. A lot of Jewish Mm -hmm. communities use matchmakers. They're very, the matchmakers are revered. I know. Because they put these people together and it's like, this is a match made in heaven. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty, who doesn't want someone to go here? Here's a person for you. Why don't you go out on a date? You'll probably have a great time. Who doesn't want that? I was set up on a blind date with my husband. That's how I met him. I didn't have to do any work. He just showed up on my door the idea of that matchmaker is community-based right it's uh, it's it's literally
0: your section of community your area that is fine-tuned yeah that to me is awesome this is a little scary Mm. it says their survey revealed as many as 20 uh, as many as 52 percent of the respondents use the dating app regularly yeah okay some sort of dating app surprisingly enough Married people are the ones to admit using a dating
1: app at least once a month or 33%. Did you say married people? Oh, so they're going outside their marriage and just getting a hookup. Or at least once a week, 26%. 26% 26% of married people uh-huh. It's comparable to
0: respondents Who are in an open relationship or marriage 36% admit using the dating app
1: Once a month I love the term open marriage Because I don't get it. there's one person that doesn't know They're in an open marriage And there's another person <laughs> who's all for it We have these delightful friends Who are from Texas um, Kevin and Brenda Ms. Brenda She's a kindergarten teacher When they went on their first date it was a setup, I believe, and the, infamously, this is like their famous dating story. The initial conversation was he asked her, How much student debt do you have? Oh, because he was not about it. He paid for his own way through school, and I'm not putting six figures worth of debt into my. I need to know now. Well, luckily, Brenda is a delightful person and she was she laughed she's like well I don't have any you know and she wasn't offended by it whatever that's what you're talking about though with this AI yes is they're taking what are the important questions for you Kevin and then they're finding those women that meet those criteria I don't think it's terrible no I think it's a place to it's kind of like Wikipedia it's a place to start And then you branch out from there, you know? Right. So this is love and the date. This is what they found. And there's
0: all these statistics. And it's kind of, it it really kind of bummed me out when I heard that married people were using this. Yeah. Because I was mm -hmm. super excited that, oh, maybe people would have a better opportunity to find somebody. So these are people who are unhappy in their marriage and are looking for maybe something better. (laughs) And so that would be the wrong reason to use this, in my opinion. But- am I to say I am happily married so all of this seems strange
1: and complicated and the person on the other side of that app are they do they know that this is a married person I don't think so see don't I think people are going on
0: there just for a hookup or just to see what's out there like is there something better
1: like the grass could be greener I don't know I was in Target. This has been years ago. And I'm on one aisle. And, and the next aisle over, I can't see these people. The next <laughs> aisle over. That's usually better. I hear this woman go, excuse me, how tall are you? And the man said, I'm 6'6". Oh, wow. And she goes, are you married? And he goes, no. And I, so now I'm stopped dead in my tracks because I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? she a matchmaker? She, she said, I have a daughter who's 6'3". Aww. and you look like you're her how old are you he told her i don't know he was 20 something and she goes my daughter's you know this age whatever they were close in age and she has a really hard time finding people here's a picture and i'm standing there going what does she look like i'm dying right, right. and uh he, she he goes well actually you know I'm, I'm not from here he gave her some kind of excuse he was he was very polite but he so was maybe like maybe she wasn't cute no 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 before she showed the picture yeah. he was kind of hedging his bets or whatever and she goes are you on the um app uh, tall people dating or whatever it, it had some name it had some clever name but it was for people over six foot that's funny who date and who and so I could I was like I waited for the end of the conversation then I wheeled myself around the corner because I had to see the six foot six guy he did not disappoint was he good looking he was oh he was stay okay. off the dating
0: app or AI dating app if you are married I think that's a memo that will
1: not be taken by people.
0: But they in this, in this finding, they said as many as 67% of singles would want to use the AI to find their partner in real life, as opposed to 43% of married people who would want to use artificial intelligence to experience a relationship with a virtual AI partner. Now, we're talking about AI because... And I'm going to show you this little picture. It's a little Mm -hmm. distorted, but you know, the AI is where you wear the goggles. Right. Mm -hmm. So the idea would be that you literally would be able to see these people and meet these people three-dimensionally, like in real time almost, and you would have this experience without going on an actual date. You'd be able to see these people in a way that it's not just going through their pictures. Okay. And, uh, you know, here she is with her cat. Here she is, you know. (laughs) On why the beach she, in Maui. Why does
1: she have to have a cat?
0: Denise. I don't know. I, I shouldn't really. That seemed mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just yeah, saying, so I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Because that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. What, what does your profile
1: picture look like yeah. on your dating app? That's right. Like, it is a big there's thing. There's a do's and a don'ts. And I've seen some don'ts. I actually like that idea of putting on the goggles. and sort yes. of It's FaceTime, but it's kind of next level FaceTime. Yes. Right?
0: And I'm not even sure if you actually virtually meet them. You virtually meet them. You don't meet them in person. But I, I think, think it's the next step That's to, the next step. Then you go, okay, this person, three-dimensionally, I can see this person. But again, I would be like, is that an avatar? Or is that really the person's, you know, body? You or doubt everything. I know, I'm a doubter. <laughs> Respondents said that they would never share the following. 49% said they would not share their finances.
1: Right, which is different than I have six figures of school mm-hmm.
0: debt. Mm-hmm. 39% they wouldn't share their DNA. Again, we're getting into the deep Why would abyss. I share my DNA? What if you have some kind of normality in your family? What if there's some good crazies luck. there? Yes, there Good are. luck. That's what I'm saying. No, this is where we're taking this. We're going to the place that you will find the perfect match. Okay. Not just let's roll the dice for <clears throat> perfection. This is, you have a mother who's got clinical depression. Mm-hmm. Eh, not.
1: What if You're it's out. worse? What if it's schizophrenia? Can I can I make a suggestion yes. that no one is going to like? I don't know. This is <laughs> you. This is eugenics. This is the beginnings of the master race. It is. We I, saw I'm, where that took us. Well,
0: and and it it really begs to question all the things that our society. This is our society, though. Okay. We are looking for perfection. So then, there's a little caveat, and this little diagram that I'm looking at to read these statistics it says underneath all of those statistics on um, things that people would never share it says with an online dating app service there's a little arrow and that it says unless they were guaranteed to meet their dream partner oh okay I'll share this stuff if I'm guaranteed a whooping 70% said they would share their private
1: information in exchange for a promise to meet their perfect match okay you know how that happens You pay a lot of money. Because I have a friend who did it. Wow. And they are now married. 25 grand. Oh, really? So that's a matchmaker. It was a service. Oh. And it was for specific men who had a net worth. You have to look at it, though, from the man's point of view. Or women. I don't know. I only know this one case. You have to look at it from the man's point of view who is worth so much money that he doesn't know what the motivation is for some of these women to want to date him right so they vet all these women to sort of decrease the chances of it being a nightmare and she passed whatever gates she had to get through in order to prove that she wasn't a gold digging wench yeah and um got it ended up meeting this this great guy and now they're they're happily married so mm, yeah okay
0: So it also says almost 60% of the respondents agreed that 10 years from now, people will rely on AI-powered dating apps to choose their partners.
1: I think in some way, yeah.
0: I think for sure that's going to happen.
1: I think in some way. And I don't, I'm not against it. No. You give as much information as you feel comfortable giving. Right. But you have to count on the fact that the other person is being honest, which you can't count on. When we're talking about Valentine's Day, candy comes into the mix. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can do without the flowers. Don't try and get out of getting <laughs> me some chocolate. Why What's is chocolate ch- so important to us? Chocolate's important every day of the year for no, me. No, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. But why did chocolate become a Valentine's Day? That I don't know. I don't. I don't have the history on that. I think it's consumer based. I have it. I have the answer. Oh, you do. Oh, tell, why are you? Why are you teasing me, Dee-Dee? I thought
0: maybe it was like, did you know? No,
1: I don't know. Tell Chocolate's
0: me. considered an aphrodisiac. <gasps>
1: Woohoo! All right yeah let's do this aphrodisiac okay i love it all right so then i love those things every year that come out that say which state prefers which candy oh yeah and it's big for valentine's day of course because they can really track it right same with mother's day you know things like that so what do you think california the state of california what is their top valentine's candy do you know i think it's sees candy it's not it's conversation hearts oh and you know i just realized not that many years ago i'm too old to just now be realizing that those are basically Neco wafers did you know that yeah, i didn't but that makes sense they are i hate Neko wafers you do hate them
0: I don't hate them, but they're one of those things. I wouldn't choose them. But if they're no. sitting there, I'll choose like the black ones or the... I like I do like them. Do you, do you like do? conversation hearts?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I can eat a conversation heart. I don't have a problem with the conversation hearts. If there's a bowl of them sitting in front of me, I will absolutely just start. But I think the Necco Wafer Company did... I don't know if it's the same company, but they took what is the trash bin of all candies and made it into something adorable by putting be mine or oh, yeah. will you please or I whatever. I think that
0: that's probably a number one seller. I guess it's just in California. I can't imagine it's not a number one seller across
1: the nation just because of the it cost. Is. No, it is. Because it's so cheap. Nationwide. Every kid gives that away in mm-hmm. their classrooms. Mm-hmm. Is there another state that you would like to hear about that has something? Um, what? I want to hear about Arkansas. Okay, let's see what Arkansas loves. Arkansas is really into Hershey's Kisses. Well we just had Hershey's Kisses at our
0: office Uh and I was complaining because the amount of work you have to do to unroll. So if anybody's listening, Hershey Company, if you're listening, double the size of those Hershey's Kisses. Just make that standard.
1: (laughs) Okay. Right. Like then I only have to unwrap one for like, what would normally be three okay i mean you're really giving off some suggestions here i mean and i'm others? a consumer of chocolate i know my i know i think everyone would appreciate that okay um nebraska their number one selling candy is called cupid corn which is candy corn it's that in a pink heart shape re- oh it's a heart-shaped candy corn
0: oh really uh-huh. they make that regular candy corn that's red white and pink okay in the, in the candy corn
1: deal you well, can buy that i've never seen that but i have seen a heart-shaped candy corn i have not seen that i'm not sure that that's what's happening in nebraska but it's called cupid corn same with michigan nice i know those were the ones that kind of stood out is to there me. any
0: chocolates that are like number one sellers for anybody well besides the sea's candy
1: i mean besides i'm sorry besides the hershey's kisses mm-hmm. um m&ms really? maryland kansas and iowa love a good m&m see i'm not again i want something a little bit more special on valentine's sea's candy Or do you go Godiva?
0: I can, you know, I don't discriminate against any chocolate. I don't either. I love Bordeaux's. My dad gives me, he used to give me a pound. Now he gives me a half a pound probably. It's so sweet. He brings it to all of his daughters. He probably gives it to Tim Who I don't know. Yeah, that's cute. Um, But-
1: I am his favorite daughter, so he gives me. You know, he always makes sure I get. Uh-oh. It. He told me I was his favorite. Sh- throwing down. I'm just saying. Um, cinnamon bears. Do you like those? I do. Okay, those are very popular in New York. I'm, a t- I'm a, t- I'm, I'm addicted to sweets. Any kind of sweets. sugar. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a, it's addiction. No sugar is my, uh, it's my drug of choice. Uh, the state of utah hershey's kisses number one m&m's number two conversation hearts number three this is what i love vermont loves a good candy necklace oh. when was the last time you had on a candy necklace i
0: love those candy necklaces when fun. i was when i was little didn't you always want one of those when you went always. to like Seven Eleven? always and i never got them i know because my parents didn't want me to have them no
1: because now as a parent you're like it's nothing but a sticky mess what are you doing Well, since you brought up chocolate and I told you it was an aphrodisiac,
0: that was one of the rabbit holes I went down. Okay. When I was doing my research on Valentine's Day, I'm like, why do we, why is chocolate so important on Valentine's Day? And what I found was that it was an aphrodisiac. So then I went down the aphrodisiac
1: hole Hole, rabbit
0: hole which you know it could have gone either way I kept it to the you know real scientific portion of this it was pg-13 it really was (laughs) and you know basically an aphrodisiac is a food or supplement that is believed to increase sex drive or enhance a sexual performance let me just dispel any Myth. Myth. Do okay. you, do you, well, first of all, do you know what is considered like what foods you would consider an aphrodisiac?
1: Well, standard, licorice and oysters. Okay. I've never heard about li- licorice. Have you heard oysters? Yes. Okay. Oysters, chocolate, chocolate, asparagus. No, what?
0: Yes. Asparagus? That's what they said. Okay. They said it's, that's part of it. Mm. I don't know. Those, all of the ones that we're talking about, they're not. They don't. They've not proven to be anything. Yeah, that that was just a myth that companies Mm -hmm. put out there Mm -hmm. to sell their wares during
1: that time. The black big black licorice is trying to get us to eat more.
0: Yes, I do. I have to say though, (laughs) chocolate does have some sort. I wouldn't say it is helps you feel the spirit of
1: valentine's day i mean well of sex yeah
0: i don't feel like that's what it does but it does make you kind of feel
1: happy because it's a dopamine hit it's 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 a sugar high it's like something great you know what else is an aphrodisiac vodka and it turns out (laughs) (laughs) does that mean all alcohol is an aphrodisiac i'm just telling you the facts and figures here last year vodka infused candy Mm. was as popular as conversation hearts as far as purchase they're seeing what's the bottom line who bought what Da da da. nationwide vodka infused candy i didn't
0: even know they had that was
1: up there with conversation hearts where did
0: they sell that
1: i have no idea
0: i don't either i here's the other thing that i thought about when i was reading this not because it was an aphrodisiac but i was thinking about this when we were talking about t- traditional candies what about marijuana infused candy like edibles because those are so popular. Everyone's eating those. I don't have those facts and figures, but I think you I you're bet a-
1: you they have got a whole Valentine's section. I think you're on to something. I think I... If I'm not, I'm just saying. They're missing out on a big opportunity. They are. It takes manufacturers 11 months to produce enough candy for the six weeks before Valentine's Day. So they are working 11 months for those six weeks before Valentine's Day. And that's all major candy manufacturers. Seas, Godiva, Conversation Hearts, all of those big sellers, they are working year round. That's how much they sell.
0: Okay. So on that note, yeah, how much do you think that Americans spent in 2022 on Valentine's Day?
1: Like how much they spent each?
0: No. How much oh, total. total was spent for Valentine's Day?
1: A uh, hundred million. $23.9
0: 23, $23. billion <gasps> was so, spent on Valentine's Day.
1: I was off just by a few. Billion. Billion.
0: Valentine's Day is the fifth largest consumer spending event in the United States after the winter holidays and Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad to hear Mother's Day is up
1: there, though. It's, it better be. That's nice. Your mother suffered. People
0: are estimated to spend $23.9 on Valentine's Day, in 2022 21.8 billion was spent in 2021 and the second highest year on record um was the second highest year on record
1: what 2021 yeah. was mm-hmm. yeah because everyone was like i'm free i gotta go spend some money here's some interesting factoids in japan chocolate is given to the men not the women on valentine's day they have flipped the switch on that one
0: interesting
1: yeah it says something very profound about their culture i don't know what it is but that's like you give the gift to the man
0: well and i don't want to read into the cultural but i would assume that means that men are really
1: important well i think they are especially when it comes to like fertility and
0: well yeah but also because they are the breadwinners i think it's more of a traditional is
1: it i i don't know I think it is. I think we're going into an area that we don't, we don't need about. to go into. We don't know. In Wales, which hats off to the Welsh, my husband's half Welsh, wooden wooden love spoons were traditionally given as a token of love. Wouldn't you love a wooden spoon shaped as a heart? I have those. Exactly. Well, it's Welsh. Isn't wow. that the cutest thing Remember ever? I, I yeah, had those. I still have the one you gave me. Exactly. They're so cute. That's what happened. That's traditionally what happened in Wales. It doesn't happen anymore. The first Valentine's candy box was created in the late 1800s by a gentleman whose last name was Cadbury. Oh, yeah. It's all about the consumer. It's it's quite, yeah. Okay. We get it. Um, I took a, a light survey last night. Okay. Amongst friends and family members. Because my perfect Valentine's Day would be a nice meal. It can mm-hmm. be at my house. I don't have to go out. In fact, I prefer not to. And then watch a movie. That's what I want to do. Yeah. That's my thing. Um, so I asked some friends and family members and said, okay, to you, what is, the, what is the Valentine's movie? I had a few people text me back and have two or three movies. I had one friend who texted me back, probably thirty movies. Love you, Tom. He was like, (laughs) Here they are. My thirty movies. Easily. I didn't even count I lost count. Every movie is five-star top-notch i was literally like why I'm didn't i need that, that list i will send it to you i was like <laughs> why didn't i think of that movie oh i love that movie why wasn't that movie on my list blah 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 uh, my husband and son were like anything with john wayne i'm like that's not valentine's but thank you they don't like rom-coms or chick flicks well that's then what else is there exactly so we're gonna go with somebody else's list um so here are just some this tops. is tom's list this is Tom's list along with the other people that I asked. These are like the top ones. Okay. okay. Moonstruck with oh, yeah. Cher. Uh, I don't like Nicolas Cage. Get over it. I know. Um, when Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. Um, here's an interesting one that I didn't think of but Tom put the, this on his list. Silver Linings Playbook and a couple other people said oh. that to me as well. And I'm like, okay. I it's It's a little depressing but it's also a great love story. I yes. love that. I yes. love that movie. Crazy Rich Asians. Everybody said... <laughs> Do it. It's such a great movie. It's the most beautiful movie we to watch. We were just talking about yes, that. it's gorgeous. Um, my Best Friend's Wedding, Pretty Woman. hmm mm-hmm. No, this is another one of my favorites. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Hugh Grant. Oh, you can't go wrong with Hugh Grant. I love Hugh Grant. Pretty much anything with uh, Sandra Bullock. Yes. Uh, the Proposal. Um, What's that other one with um, with uh,
0: Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant? Um, they're in England. She's a she's a um, movie star. Oh, he, that's Notting Hill. I love that movie.
1: Okay, I, I'm going to say something real no, controversial. No, don't make don't make it bad. It's not bad. I don't understand why he likes her. She's mean to him. I know. I, that's the part I don't understand. I Other know. than that, I love the movie. It's gorgeous. I always think this. What he sees her the true. Her, self her true self okay and that's what he's in love with and he's trying to get it out no i that that makes sense it's just not a movie that i go to because it does bother me that i'm like here's the sweet hugh grant and you're not very nice to him i love him so much okay so here's something for the whole family princess bride good beautiful love story and Here's one that no one except Tom said, but I couldn't agree more. My big fat Greek wedding.
0: Oh my gosh, she's so right. <laughs> it's
1: the best movie. It's so good. It's so great. Where's the Windex?
0: It's Where's the Windex? So good. I loved it so it's so good. My perfect So if you're looking to do something on Valentine's Day and you you're your family, my tradition with my family was I would always make a romantic dinner for the entire family. That's so sweet. So I set the table with red tablecloths, yeah. pink napkins. Right. We, I always got my kids heart-filled shaped um, candy bo- mm-hmm. box. You mm-hmm. know, they always got that. Mm-hmm. I sometimes made little baskets for them. Cute. Did the whole bit. Put candlelight on the to- the thing. We lit taper candles. Aww. I would make pink milk you know like oh, you yeah. put this food coloring in there <laughs> i just made it about our family's love that's uh... and i think and i used to make spaghetti just i tried to make red food you yeah. know like you know whatever red jello like sure. it was just to be kitschy and kind of over the top goofy but i wanted my kids and my family to know that this was my love this is what i this is what i value yeah the opposite is spending a lot of money and <laughs> just to go back to what most people are thinking because they think that they have to go big or go home. Okay. Last year that they they did a investigation and they found that what do you think the average person spent on Valentine's Day in 2022? I'm going to say uh 150. 192.80. 190 almost $200. That seems like a lot, but but, but you if got that's dinner? your thing, if that's your thing or it's... they didn't they bought a thing of roses whatever. Whatever's mm. your thing. Just make sure the people in your life know you love them. That's right. That seems like the most important thing, right? I agree. Big or small. Big or small. Doesn't matter. Happy Valentine's Day, Denise. Thank you. We love each and every one of you that listen. Mm -hmm. We've had so much great response from all of you. We love all the comments.
1: We love all the five stars. We love it all. So thank you so much. Appreciate you. Have a great Valentine's Day. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We're two average girls.